Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 6WO After Party Podcast. Let's get it. It is me. I am your host, OMG. I know you guys haven't seen my face in a while. Thursday uh, night comes, just happened yesterday. It was the first time you saw me back in a while. We had the most biased commentary team back together. That's right. I was able to come back. I got cleared. It's great to be back. Oh, man, is it great to be back. Um, So for the people who don't know what's been going on with me personally, uh, there's been a lot. There's been a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Life has been... Life has been having some hands. Life has been having some hands, and I'm going to get a little bit personal with you. I've mentioned it before, but in case you missed it, I was actually out for a while. I was out of town for work, uh, my other job. I was out of town for work for about two weeks, and immediately after I was done um, doing the assignment in which I was out of town for, I was I was planned to have vacation for another week. So I was I was planned to schedule to be out for three weeks. Um, the issue is my very last day working out of town, I ended up testing positive for COVID, man. Like I had it. It's no joke. Anyone who's had it knows what I'm talking about. I hope anyone who hasn't had it, you, you won't have to find out what I'm talking about. Cause it is, it's seriously no joke. Um, luckily enough, I am fully vaccinated. So I didn't have it as hard as others. Uh, Never had to check into the hospital or anything like that. But I was definitely, I was definitely bedridden um, for a couple weeks, and it sucked. I couldn't go on vacation. I couldn't taste anything. I couldn't eat anything. I was drained of energy, just stuck lounging around. And and it's because of what I was going through. Why I want to give a very big special thanks and shout out to my commentator co-host. That's right. KS3, uh, this man is one of one of very few people to actually constantly keep reaching out to me, seeing how I was doing, seeing how I was holding up. Um, we're not as close physically as we used to be when I was in the military with him, um, but he definitely did check in on me and made sure your boy was okay. So special thanks goes out to you, KS3. I appreciate it. You know I appreciate it. We've spoken about it off air and I can't thank you enough. So ladies and gentlemen, if if I don't care if you, you believe in the vaccine or not, the only thing I just want to preach to everybody is just take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Um, because no one else is going to take care of you better than you at the end of the day. So now that we got that out the way, just because I was out does not mean I didn't know what was going on. I knew exactly what was going on the entire time. I've been watching all the shows. Um, If I couldn't watch the show live, I caught the replay as soon as I was able to. um, Because like I said, it it drains you of energy. So it's going to sound silly, but something as small as watching TV would drain my energy. So I was able to catch everything. I was able to watch everything. And, and Go Fang, Go Fang made his debut. And I'm going to tell you behind the scenes, I got to speak to him briefly for not too long. Um, this is before he made his debut. And I thought, this is a bright young kid. This is a bright young kid. He, he's going to go far. He's going to go places. He has his head on his shoulders. So so I'm like, okay, fine. Then when I saw his attire, when he came down to the ring, I became a fan. 
That was the exact moment. Forget the music. Forget his in-ring talent. Forget everything else. He sold me over on his ring attire. Now, let me explain. Because I know you're probably wondering why. Why is it the ring attire that did it for me? I am a huge, huge comic book nerd. Um, I have been since late elementary school, early middle school. And that's what it reminds me of. So it brings out that that comic book nerd, that fan, that inner child of me when I see him. And I can't help but to root for him. I don't care if he's a good guy. I don't care if he's a bad guy. I don't care if he's neutral. The fact that I feel like he is the person I can relate to. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I feel like I can relate to Go Fang more than any other superstar in all of 6WO. When I see him, I see that inner child, that inner fan in me. And, and that is why I, I'm deeming GoFang to go big places. And I mean, right now he's on Saturdays and he has, he has a lot of opportunity to grow. And one of the best ways to grow is to face people better than you. That's the only way you're going to grow. Yes, you're going to get your ass whooped a couple times. Yes, you might even win a match or two, but it's it's people who are better than you as far as talent goes is what's going to drive you to be better. If he's anything, anything like his father, I know that he is competitive. I know he's competitive. The Notorious KC is competitive. It runs in in their in their bloodline no pun intended but it runs in their bloodline and so i can see him going a long way he has great talent here on saturdays in my opinion saturday now has some of the the best talent that it's ever had on saturdays because you have the owens you have asylum you have liam you you have jr blaze the amount of talent that's there is the perfect opportunity for him to showcase his talent so I'm excited to see what he has. I'm excited to see where his career goes. I'm going to be watching him closely, probably more closely than anyone else, because I want to see good things for him. And I want to see him build up the ranks, but I feel like he needs to do it properly. Lately, we've had a lot of Saturday superstars that get called up almost out of the blue. CLE, they got called up out of the blue. And I'm not saying they don't deserve it. But I'm saying that I, I like to see the slow, organic growth. And that's where the true stars are born, in my opinion. Blue Top was a slow, organic growth. She started off as just a jobber on Saturdays, then ended up becoming one of the top women on Tuesdays. As a matter of fact, one of the top women in 6WO, I'm not going to say she is the top, but she's in the conversation for, I would say, top three. I said it. Top three. Oreo, McFlurry. Then I'll put Blue Top in there in no particular order. And then the third would either be, in my opinion, Didi or Black Cat. Probably Didi only because of the length of time that Didi has been champion. Didi has been around longer than Black Cat, so it's not really fair for Black Cat in that aspect. But that's my thoughts. So now, I want to get into the big topic. I need to get into the big topic. The topic that a lot of people have been putting blame and disrespect on my name. 
I've been talking about the CB Mafia since before anyone else. I saw inconsistencies going on in our shows that didn't make sense other than everyone was tied together. From certain superstars getting so many title matches to the same superstars getting promoted to same superstars on every show, favoritism. All of, I was noticing all of these little things going on. And that's where the idea for me saying there must be some kind of conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. You all have heard me say it countless times over and over again. There was a conspiracy theory going on. And not only that, I... At the time, I was willing to bet that all these superstars who keep getting spotlighted and showcased in title match after title match after title match, they must all have one thing in common. They must all have the same resources to be able to make all of this happen. Because there was no other way. Lopez, Lopez, Lavaca, my boy, was not getting those same opportunities. As a matter of fact, he got screwed over by those same people. It's a, it's a game of politics. It's a game of politics that was going on. And you know me, I call things as I see them. Whether you agree with me, disagree with me, or feel indecisive, either way, I call things how I see them. Sometimes I call them right, sometimes I call them wrong. So I went in and every week when I would see this stuff, I would call it out right then and there. And then it all of a sudden turned into there is no conspiracy theory. There is no CB Mafia. CB Mafia is not a thing. The core was running things on Tuesdays. I mean, on on Tuesdays, correct. Bloodline was running things on Thursdays. They were both playing the same politics. So now, I ended up, it ended up escalating to KP. KP Esquire, people who know me know that I, I, I like to troll authority every now and again. Just keep them on their toes. But there was some seriousness to that. And, and with that seriousness, when I confronted KP, he decided to hire me to expose the truth. He, he felt like maybe, maybe I am onto something. Maybe I am. Or maybe I was way off. I, I accused anybody and everybody who had anything good going for them of being part of CB Mafia. So, I was paid to expose the truth. Fast forward, end of conspiracy theory, Tuesday nights, CB Mafia is a real thing. They exist. And they said, according to them, and now the Kool-Aid, the, the propaganda that's been spilt all throughout 6WO is that this was my idea. I created them. I created them is what they're saying. That's the narrative that they're pushing to everybody that everyone's quite frankly believing. And anyone who knows me knows that whether I like a superstar, dislike a superstar, whatever, 
as long as they are able to defend their name, I'll give you the chance to defend your name. I'll give you a chance to, to clear your name. I will continue to bash you during it, a.k.a. DeLong, a.k.a. Daddy Cruz, Mighty Hogan. I'll bash you during it, but I will give you that chance to fight for your name. And I'm using my platform, the 6W After Party Podcast, to clear my name. I saw politics being played. I call out the politics. Then CB Mafia says I created them. This was all my fault. The havoc that's been going on ultimately stems down to to me. Now let me clear the air here. The politics was already going on way before CB Mafia existed, officially existed. The politics was already going on. The only difference is now, the only difference, and this is why I say I did not create CB Mafia. The only difference is that politics now has a name. CB Mafia. The only thing I feel I am responsible for is the name CB Mafia. The politics was already going on. I just gave it a name. I did not control their actions. I did not control their thoughts. I do not control their intentions, what they do, what they did on Thursday. I had nothing to do with any of that. All I did was give the politics a name and then exposed the politics. So this this trash that's being talked about, oh, OMG, you created CB Mafia. OMG, this is your fault. You know, CB Mafia came in, they they tore things up on Thursday, left Thursday in a state of emergency, put gas take the Stevens through a table. I, I cannot be held responsible for that. The same way, for example, pause, let me back up a little bit. CLE, Christlike Empire. I am not a fan of theirs. I'm not a fan of theirs at all. Do I give them every chance that they can to, to clear their name, to speak then and speak their truth? Yes, 100%. As a matter of fact, I even had Overcomer here on this podcast. I will give you the opportunity I will also call you out when politics are being played. CLE, politics are being played in a cult-like mentality. So now we're going to say, oh, I'm responsible for, for a cult being on Thursdays? No, I'm exposing it. I'm calling it out and I'm giving it a name. CLE, you can call them that. You can call them CLE, Christ-like empire. I call them a cult. And that is me clearing my name because... No one else will want to hear it, and no one else is going to tell it to you like this. The politics is there. The politics is always going to be there, and I will always be there to call out the politics and call it as I see it. Did I create, did I create CB Mafia? No. Did I give them a name? 100%. There is a big difference. There is a big difference. And if you don't understand what that difference is, then you are just as much guilty 
you're guilty for everything that, that is else going on because you're spreading that propaganda. You're spreading that, that toxic mindset to not just the commentary team, the fans, the, the, but everywhere. And I will continue to call things as I see them. And I'm glad that I was able to take this time right out now to clear my name, to, to give clarity on exactly my stance on all of this. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to like me. But at the end of the day, I need to give myself the same opportunity I give everyone else and as an opportunity to clear a person's name. And that's exactly what I did here. So coming up next, um, we're going to have Saturday Recall coming down tomorrow. I'm excited for it. You already know who I'm going to be looking for. Go Fang. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. We have Asylum. And it's only a matter of time. I'm, I'm predicting it now. It's only a matter of time before Asylum wants some gold. And at that point, Liam, you're in trouble. And at that point, Saturday will finally get a true champion that they deserve. A true champion that I can back up and support. A man who, who's not a coward. A man who's not a sellout. A man who's not a ripoff. He might be crazy. But that's the only negative thing I'll say about this man. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in for the 6W After Party podcast. Um, I was your host, OMG. You can always catch us anytime. Follow the Discord. Myself uh, on Discord, Stoner Blake, that other music guy on Twitch, uh, K Smith 3 on all music, on all platforms, excuse me, for my, for my co host. And we're here. We're back. We're getting in the song of things. And this Saturday, you will see my face again. And on Tuesday, you'll see my face again. And on Thursday, you'll see my face again. Going all the way up to the ST6 pay-per-view. Where this could be Gas Stevens' last chance at, at, at being general manager. We, we get to see how CB Mafia is going to be handling inner conflict. Now with the title on the line, Notorious KC, if there's one thing that matters most to him, it's the gold. So where's his loyalty going to stand? Is it going to be towards the gold or is it going to be for the greater of the group? These are all things that we will get answers for at the next pay-per-view. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, have a great night, everyone.